This is Inside the Writer's Head with Danny McLean, the Library Foundation of Cincinnati and Hamilton Counties Writer in Residence for 2020. The Library Foundation's Writer in Residence program promotes writing, literacy, and creativity while furthering the library's mission of connecting people with the world of ideas and information. Welcome to Inside the Writer's Head. I'm your writer in residence for 2020. On this podcast, you can expect conversations with writers and other lovers of books, journalism, libraries, and the literary arts. I typically invite guests onto the podcast, but in this episode, you'll be hearing just from me. I want to take time to reflect on my year as the library's writer in residence and share some of what we've accomplished together. But before we get into that, some news. I'm excited to report that this residency has been extended for a second year. I have the honor of being the library's writer in residence for 2021 as well. So I'll continue offering programming and collaboration with the library for another year. And if you haven't already, uh, please subscribe to this podcast um, so that you can keep up with the conversations that we host here. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate us and leave a review. You can also stay informed about upcoming writer and residence events by following the library at Cincy Library. Um, and you can follow me on social media. I'm at Dr. McLean on Twitter and Danny underscore McLean on Instagram. So this has been a full year and Zoom and video conferencing has been one way that I've been able to continue my work. Uh, I know that's been the case for a lot of you listening. All of the workshops and panels that I hosted are moderated this year happened virtually. So if you miss them, you're in luck. You can go online to find some of the offerings. Um, and I suggest that you go to the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library's YouTube page and you can search there for the recordings. So I wanna take some time just to um, talk about some of those panels and workshops and um, what they look like and what we did. In May, I hosted the Pros of Parenting. This was an opportunity for people who are involved in raising children or who parented in some way in the past to write about their experiences. I shared some short passages from my book, which is called We Live for the We, The Political Power of Black Motherhood. And then folks talked about uh, who's writing on the topic they enjoy and why. Because at this point in the year, we were still getting used to the stay at home orders. We spent some time writing together about how the pandemic was changing our thinking about and experience of parenting and being with young people. This event is definitely online. So you can go to YouTube and check it out. In July, I hosted a workshop called, what does it take to speak truth to power? Writing op-eds. And here we discussed how to write opinion pieces that respond to news events. People came with really great ideas. We had a pre-K teacher uh, who works in Cincinnati Public Schools who was also the parent of a CPS pre-K student who had a lot of thoughts about the district's response to COVID and wanted some coaching on how to best get those ideas across using media. We had a great question and subsequent discussion about how solutions-oriented opinion pieces should be. And we talked about how to research and structure such a piece and how to, get, how to try to get it published once you've done all of that. Um, in September, I hosted a workshop called What Do Journalists Do Anyway? Uh, this was an introduction to reporting, a kind of reporting 101. 
So I love talking with people about research and interviewing. Uh, it's just a personal passion of mine. I think in part because it's, I think it's really misunderstood. I think a lot of people don't understand what it is that journalists do. Um, and so we started this workshop by talking about why we report and what sets news gathering apart from opinion writing. I shared some of my own practice around deciding who I need to talk to when I'm sourcing a story um, and how I take and organize my notes and then how I outline stories and how you put sources in conversation with one another in a reported piece. And then we talked a bit about different kinds of reporting. So what sets an explanatory feature apart from an investigative feature, for example, or what we mean when we say that a story has investigative elements. That was a good one. I, I recommend checking it out. Um, in October, I moderated a panel of black authors who write speculative fiction, which is a genre that explores the supernatural, fantastical or futuristic. This event, was co-presented with the Midwest Black Speculative Fiction Alliance, and it featured Zigzag Claiborne, Crystal A. Smith, Charlie J. Askew, and B. Sharice Moore. It was a really fun conversation, and the panelists shared what drew them to the genre, the relationship between their own identities and what they write, and how they navigate the world of publishing. That recording is also for sure on YouTube, um, so you can check it out there. And if you haven't already explored the offerings of the Midwest Black Speculative Fiction Alliance, then do so. And then just last week, I moderated the panel, There's More Than One Way to Publish a Book. It was a lot of fun. I was in conversation with authors Kathy Y. Wilson and Sidera Burson, as well as with Amy Dean and Richard Hunt, who work in publishing. We talked about self-publishing, how to go about doing it, and what costs to expect. Richard Hunt was Kathy Y. Wilson's publisher for her book, Your Negro Tour Guide, Truths in Black and White. And so we talked about the relationship between an editor or a publisher uh, and an author, how the two work together. And because we had a representative from Blue Manatee Press, Amy Dean, we got a look inside the world of independent children's book publishing. There were more than 40 people who attended that session virtually and the questions from the audience were fantastic. Um, keep an eye out for that recording. It should be online soon. So it was a full year in terms of the conversations and writing workshops that we engaged in together. I also wrote a few posts for the library's blog, and I encourage you to check those out if you haven't already. Um, I wrote one in May about how to get started with or recommitted to journaling. It was a time when many of us were getting used to having more time at home um, some of us with more downtime. And so it was uh, a blog post in which I gave some tips on my own, what, what works in journaling and, and how I get started in my own journaling practice when I feel stuck. In July, when protests around race and power were happening all over the country, I wrote a post about what I had learned through my years covering Black Lives Matter organizing. And that post includes a recording of a panel that I was part of with San Francisco Bay Area based writers, Aya de Leon, Brian Copeland and Paula Farmer. So if you go into the blog and, and look at posts uh, back in July, you'll be able to find that one. And then finally in October, I wrote a short post about grief, specifically the writing that I turned to to better understand loss and separation and sadness. 
And that post links to an episode of the books podcast, The Stacks, which if you've never listened to, um, I highly recommend checking it out. But on this particular episode of The Stacks, I talked with its host, Tracy Thomas, about a memoir called The Light of the World by poet Elizabeth Alexander, which is a book about death and grief that has taught me a lot. So check out the blog posts, listen to The Stacks, and read Elizabeth Alexander. Just a few recommendations coming out of that particular offering. So as you know, because you're here, I also host this podcast as part of my writer-in-residence duties. Maybe these next couple of weeks, you have time to go back and listen to the conversations I've had with Cincinnati and Cincinnati-adjacent people who are doing important things in the worlds of journalism, literature, education, civic engagement, comedy. This year, I talked with journalists Kathy Y. Wilson and Nick Swartzell. I interviewed uh, Jan Michelle Lemon Kearney about her role as publisher of the Cincinnati Herald. We spoke before she joined city council. I spoke with author and Miami University creative writing professor Daisy Hernandez about the process of writing her memoir, A Cup of Water Under My Bed. Just before the election, I spoke with Gavin Leonard who shared his expertise in electoral and grassroots politics and organizing. And I also had the pleasure of interviewing educator, poet, and author Tim M. West, comedian Luna Malbro, bookseller Gregory Cornblue, and Street Vibes editor Gabriela Godinez Ferragrino. These were all rich conversations, in my opinion, with lots of heart, lots of good information, lots of important questions raised and mulled over. So if you haven't already, please go back and have a listen. Okay, I'm going to close out by sharing my own answer to a question that I typically ask of, ask of guests at the end of an interview, which is what are you reading right now? So right now I'm reading a novel called Boy Snow Bird by Helen Oyeyemi, and I'm having so much fun with it. She wrote a book called Mr. Fox, also a novel, which I read some years ago. And it's been a joy to rediscover her imagination and storytelling. I don't typically read a lot of fiction. So whenever I get into a good piece of fiction and it really captures my, um, my imagination and my attention, I get really excited about it. And in general, the pandemic and all the solitude, the opportunities for solitude um, have reignited my love of reading. I read a lot for work, but I'm getting back into reading for pleasure. And that's been um, something that's brought me a lot of joy in recent months. A couple of other books that I've read and enjoyed recently, Memorial Drive, which is a memoir by Natasha Trethaway, and a short story collection by Disha Filiaw called The Secret Lives of Church Ladies. That one is juicy, my friends. If you want some juiciness, um, a little titillating read, I highly suggest picking that one up. So what are you reading? Who would you like to hear here on the podcast? What do you wanna see a blog post about? Um, how could I better serve you as your writer in residence in 2021? Reach out and let me know. Again, you can contact me online at drmcclain on Twitter and Danny underscore McLean on Instagram, or you can interact with um, the libraries online uh, social media accounts, and they will let me know if you have a message that's meant for me. So in closing, I hope you have a restful and restorative holiday season. Maybe for some of you, it will be a good time to get some reading and writing done. 
maybe you just need some time to relax and be quiet. Whatever it is, I hope you get what you need. And I hope to see you, whether in real life or virtually, in 2021. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside the Writer's Head. Keep joining us for in-depth conversations with writers and other lovers of books, journalism, libraries, and the literary arts. Thanks for listening and see you next year. Special thanks to the Library Foundation for funding the Writer in Residence program. You can meet Danny at various events throughout the year. Learn more by visiting cincinnatilibrary.org slash writer in residence. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. And leave us a review. It helps other book lovers find us. Thank you. Thank you.